0: Well, happy Friday, everybody. June the 9th. We're just moving along. So, I'd like to, a couple of days ago, I talked about Tobit and um on my Tuesday reflection, and I just really like it, and we're still in Tobit in that first reading. So, I'd like to continue on with some thoughts about um, Tobit and, and from that book. Now, this particular passage is a little bit lengthy, so we'll just kind of sit back and and pretend like we're at story time. You know, like, okay, everybody, like, you know, like if you're at you know, at preschool, and everybody sits around, and you get the little chair, and you sit there, and you read the book, which is really a lot of fun. So just kind of sit back, grab a coffee or a tea, um, or if it's later in the day, maybe something else, and just kind of sit back and, and listen as we're in Chapter 11 now of Tobit. So Anna, remember what happened to her? He got mad with her a couple of days ago, you know. Anyway, Anna <clears throat> sat watching the road by which her son was to come. So... Uh, it, Tobit and Anna's son Tobias um, is leaves to go to another uh, place, another era, geographical area, another country, really to bring home um, a wife. And um, so, but he's been gone for a long time. And the bottom line is, like Anna's, like really freaked out. She's just like, oh no, something terrible happened, and never gonna come You know, kind of like. Oh, no doomsayer you know stuff like that and uh and the dad is like oh he's he's a little bit destructive, but but mom is really the one isn't that the case with kids sometimes mom is really the one so worried and distraught so <clears throat> so he's been gone a long time Anna's sitting there watching the road from which her son is to come and when she saw him coming, she exclaimed to, her father, to his father, Tobit, her husband, Tobit, your son is coming, and the man who traveled with him. So they had, Tobias had left with this escort, who was really an angel, really, the angel Raphael, who kind of helps him out. Uh, but they don't know it until the end of the story. It's a really good, good book to read. So anyway, Tobit, your son is coming, and the man who traveled with him. Raphael said to Tobiah before he reached his father. I am certain that his eyes will be opened smear the fish gall on them. So Along the way as these two guys are traveling uh, Tobiah is down by this river one day, right? So he's just kind of going down by the river and this huge fish it says comes up and Grabs him. So maybe not big enough like to to chomp them all down at the same time But kind of like got a hold of him. So Tobiah is like struggling with this fish and the angel is just kind of like watching the whole thing going down. So eventually, he and he says to him, just pull it out of the water. Throw it on the ground. What are you doing? So he does, and then he tells him to kind of keep parts of the fish for certain things, kind of medicinal dealies. So he's been walking around with this, parts of this fish. So anyway, he says, smear the fish gall on his dad's eyes, and the medicine will make the cataract shrink and peel off, and your father will be able to see again. So... Then Anna ran up to her son, threw her arms around him and said, Now that I've seen you again, son, I am ready to die. Actually, not physically ready to die. Like, ah, oh, it's all over. Good. But actually, just like it's so exciting. It's like, oh, I could just die over this. You know how that is. Okay. And she sobbed aloud. She she was a happy mom. Tobit got up and stumbled out through the courtyard gate. Tobiah went up with him, his son, with the fish gall in his hand. ooh, And holding him firmly... I think you would if you kind of walked up with a bunch of fish stuff and you can throw it in somebody's face. Anyway, you got to hold him down, hold, him, held him firmly, and blew into his eyes. "Courage, Father," he said. Good reason too. Yeah, he's like going those eye exams, you know, when they kind of puff in your eye. Anyway, another story. I don't really like it. Maybe you don't either. <clears throat> Next, he smeared the medicine on his eyes, and it made them smart, hurt obviously. Then, beginning at the corner of Tobit's eyes, Tobias used both hands to peel off the cataracts. When Tobit saw his son, he threw his arms around him and wept. He exclaimed, I can see you, son. The light of day is now to my eyes. And he said, Blessed be God, and praise be his great name. Blessed be all of his holy angels. No idea. One of them was standing right there. May his holy name be praised throughout all the ages, because it was he who scourged me, and it is he who had mercy on me. Behold, I now see my son. And then Toby went back in the house, rejoicing and praising God with full voice for everything that had happened. Obviously, he's like like um singing singing in the shower there. <clears throat> Tobiah told his father that the Lord God had granted him a successful journey. So he had a couple of things he was supposed to do. Bring back some money that was in the like being held by a relative, and also bring back a wife. So Tobiah told his father that, hey, everything worked out really good. And he brought back the money, and that he had married Sarah, who had arrived shortly, for she was approaching through the gate of Nineveh. Now, this family lives in Nineveh. We all know Nineveh, you know, right? From, you know, the fish. Anyway, well, this is perhaps before Nineveh gets taken out. Tobit and Anna rejoiced and went out of the gate of Nineveh to meet their daughter-in-law. When the people of Nineveh saw Tobit walking along briskly, apparently he didn't walk too fast when his eyesight was well. You couldn't really he'd be careful, with no one leading him by the hand. They were amazed. Before them all, Tobit proclaimed how God had mercifully restored sight to him. When Tobit reached Sarah, the wife of his son Tobiah, he greeted her, "Welcome, my daughter. Blessed be your God for bringing you to us. Blessed is your father, and blessed is my son, and blessed are you." Welcome to our home, and blessing and joy. Come in, daughter. That day there was joy for all of the Jews who lived in Nineveh. So they had their own little expatriate community, so to speak. And obviously when those kind of situations come up, and you're in that, you know, you're in your particular maybe area, neighborhood, or whatever it might be, you get really close, you know, with folks. So joy. Joy is the bottom line of this story. You know, and joy is something that I think that's so too often elusive For I think maybe a number of reasons it could be that you know it's right in front of us and we really don't want it Maybe that happens sometimes, you know, or maybe we don't recognize it Or maybe we're apprehensive About it kind of afraid of opening ourselves up because if we open ourselves up to joy What if it doesn't happen or at least doesn't happen the way we would want it to happen? so joy is pervading this whole passage from throughout the whole thing but it's not without those apprehensions of course i love the image of at the very beginning anna watching every day for her son down the road sorry the prodigal son is it not perhaps jesus had that in mind when he talked about that parable tobit's blindness was unfortunate but he learned a lot through it and as a result when he is healed he rejoices more than ever and joy happens so perhaps as a reflection today what is it that truly brings joy to your heart yeah if you're experiencing it right now that's great and keep it up but if you're not well take a lesson from Tobit and Anna um, because it is indeed coming down the road we just have to open our eyes and recognize it have a great day everyone good weekend